is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Lepers are in town. Last week, we started off by looking at the current economic situations in this nation, the fuel hikes with corresponding prices which have shot up, including social services such as electricity, water, food, and all, transport. They are so high that the average Ghanaian, when you receive your salary, and you look at what your salary must be doing vis-a-vis school fees, electricity, water, transport, food, and etc. You will discover that your money will not reach far. So, we describe this situation as a crisis situation or a situation of austerity in which you need a miracle to survive. This situation that we find ourselves in has never been the first and it will not be the last. For in the days of Elisha, there was even more serious problem with famine coupled with war such that food was absent and people were beginning to eat flesh. Human flesh, they'll kill human beings and cook and eat. That was how severe the problems were at the time. Then the prophet Elisha says to the king, tomorrow about this time, a shekel, sorry, two seers of barley or of wheat, or if you like rice, or the common staple food at the time, which in our case could be maize, will sell for a shekel. And, 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 and when you convert it into a modern currency, what the prophet was saying was that tomorrow, about this time, four American tins of rice or of maize will sell for 5,000 cities. Unbelievable. Yet, the lessons thereof are as follows. Number one, God is saying, before the farming comes or shows its head, there is already a provision. That is why this provision which God is going to make would not have to depend upon the farmers of the day, nor the agriculturists of the day, nor the weather of the day, nor the process of agriculture, agriculture which involves tilting the ground, cultivating, planting, weeding, nursing, germination, sprouting, growing, fruiting, harvesting, drying, going to the male means. God says, I will not have to depend upon all these things. Tomorrow, about this time, there is going to be a miracle because the provision was already there. They are waiting for the famine to show its head. Are, are you understanding what I am saying? The second revelation that comes and he said, tomorrow about this time, God was dealing with the situation of today, but he says tomorrow, God says, be positive about tomorrow. Be positive about the future. And that in, in, in spite of how desperate the situation is, he wants you to have just faith in him. Faith, just faith. And if God says tomorrow, he's going to take care of the need, he is going to use the circumstances of the now to move into your future. So that that problem that you see like Egypt, you see it no more. He's not a God that solves problems today and tomorrow you return to zero. No. Tomorrow about this time. Have faith in God. And that was the problem of the officer. He said, wow, this one, it will never be. Lesson number three. Without faith in crisis time, you will die. Because the Bible says in Romans 1.17, for the just shall live by faith. And now when the Bible says live by faith, it's not talking about spiritual living. He's talking about physically living 365 days in a year. The just shall live by faith. What is faith? Faith is the law of God. It's another realm with which you contact God. Just as you use city to buy food, faith is the currency with which you can buy from God. Faith. Faith. So what happened to the officer? Because the officer did not believe, the prophet said, you will not see the miracle which is going to happen. Not only did he, did he not see the miracle, but he died. So without faith, you will die. But when you have faith, you will live. But the portion that amazes me, which formed the basis of my sermon today, is the fact that when God was going to solve the famine of the day, to produce the miracle of four olonka things of maize and rice at 5,000, God used lepers. Lepers. And that is why our sermon today is entitled, Lepers Are in Town. Because as for lepers, they are not supposed to come to town. So the day lepers show themselves in town, it means there is going to be provision of gold. 
For the Bible says those uh, four lepers, when they went to the camp of the Assyrians, they saw gold, silver, garments, and food. And they picked and picked and picked and picked and they said, no, what we are doing is not good. When you have something and you don't share it with somebody, it is greed. So let us go and tell the king's house that we have found gold. We have found silver. We have found garment and we have found food. I am saying, when lepers arrive in town, they arrive with money, they arrive with silver, they arrive with gold and the best of garments and with food. Somebody say, I received this prophecy. Say, I received this prophecy. Now, the reason why you are not rejoicing is that you are scared that you are going to be a leper. But by leprosy, I am referring to a state in your life where people are not beginning to treat you like a leper. So I'm talking about one, spiritual leprosy. Two, your finances, you could have leprosy in your finances. Your marriage could come to a place where you can confidently say, my marriage has become leprous. Your business can become leprous. Your children can become leprous. Your prayer life can become leprous. Your witnessing life can become leprous. Today you are singing well. If you don't continue with humility and anointing, tomorrow you sit down and hear and sing, and these same people who are clapping and inviting you to Chinese restaurant, your singing has become leprous. Your ministry has become leprous. And when I take you into the social dimensions of the sickness called leprosy, you will come to appreciate what I am talking about. But first of all, Let's have our foundation text from Luke chapter 4. We are looking at verse number 25, 26, and 27. Luke chapter 4, verse number 25, 26, and 27. Here is the word of God. But I tell you, this is Jesus Christ speaking. I tell you truly, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah. When the heaven was shut up three years and six months. And there was a great famine throughout all the land. But to none of them was Elijah sent except to Zarephath in the region of Sidon to a woman who was a widow. Now verse 27. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet. And yet none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. Now, here is Jesus Christ exalting <laughs> widowhood and exalting leprosy. Very funny. But here is what Jesus Christ is saying in Luke chapter 4, verses 25, 26, and 27. He was talking to the Israelites, the Jewish people to whom he had been sent. Now, their unbelief was upsetting Christ. So now Jesus starts using the case of Naaman to spite them or if you like to rebuke them. And let me paraphrase what Jesus Christ was saying for you to appreciate. He was saying something like that. Oh, oh, to know people. To know. You claim yourself covenant people. Covenant people. But you don't believe anything. Even when God sends his own, his own son to you, you don't believe in him. That is why when Jesus, that is why when Elisha, in the time of Elisha, God was looking for a leper to heal. God did not choose any of you. He went into Syria, which is called a Gentile state, which will be, which we shall call sinners. And then he went and then looked for Naaman and healed Naaman. In other words, Jesus was saying, oh, eh, you'll be sitting now here and and god will go and select others and he will bless them and prosper them and you'll be sitting here that's what jesus christ was saying to them he was saying to them that is why when god was looking for a widow even though there were so many widows amongst you he sent elijah to to zarephath which is a gentile state people who are called sinners and 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 god sent elijah to go and live with the widow and bless the widow and provided oil and flour to the for the widow in other words, if Jesus was here, you say, oh, royal house, you had reverence from Kranchankra with all the anointing and the grace and the preaching. And you sit down every Sunday and you listen to him. And when you go about and sin and gossip and do evil things, oh, you'll be sitting down here. His steps will be preached on radio and Muslims will hear and they will convert and they will be blessed. Oh, you're not happy for Jesus Christ for this one. Others will hear and they will be blessed. So now, the sickness called leprosy, which 
Naaman suffered now becomes the point for rebuke for the Israelites. So, in other words, leprosy, though is a disease, you should always not throw it away because your leprosy can bring you to the place of exaltation and upliftment. I will come to that portion very soon. You need to know something about leprosy. And you begin to appreciate the social dimensions of who was a victim to leprosy in those days. Leprosy, you must consider it like the disease called HIV AIDS of the now. It was a dread disease. People feared it. Just as you and I, if you were told somebody had HIV AIDS, you would not even want to go near the person. Even though we've been told that physical contact will not bring transmission. Even if you, the person was your wife or your husband and you use condom, you are safe. And believe you me, there are people in this church and not three people who are infested with HIV AIDS. But it is not anything which we have to call them. We've been dealing with the matter in prayer and I know God is healing them. One of these days, I'm going to tell them to go for a test. They should never go for a test until I tell them to go for tests. The day I tell them to go for tests, they should know that they are already healed. Are you hearing what I am saying, somebody? Come on, help me. Let's give God the glory and praise. And they are all men. And I thank God for their wives. Their wives are solid behind them. And nobody knows. And everything is moving fine. Here in our midst. One of these days, I'll be waiting upon the Lord. And the Lord will ask me to meet some herbs. By revelation. And the herbs... When I give it to them, they drink, it is over. He is able, God can do it. Tell somebody, The song we are saying says, He can do all things. He can do all things. Come on, say it. He can do all things. He is able. Oh, yes. To accomplish what concerns me today. He is able. Up your hands and say, Yeah, to do much more than I could ever dream. I said, He's able, more than able, more than able. family found that there are three children, eight, six, and four. We're getting sick. We're getting sick. I'm t- recently, this one is just about some two months ago. So they took their children to hospital, their wife. And so the doctor asked that they should test the blood of the three children. When they tested their blood, all the three children were HIV positive. Hey! And, and, and as for AIDS, the day they give you the result and they tell you you have AIDS, the thing is very devastating. If you are not in God and in Christ, hey, and you don't have good covering, you could drink poison and die. So this woman was coming home and said, hey, so this is my husband. All along, he's been cheating, he's been cheating. You know, because she knew that she was clean. So if the children had AIDS, then definitely it is the husband. Oh, this is my husband. 
So as soon as she got to me, she said, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. They say all the children have AIDS. Where did they get the AIDS from? Me, I am clean. You, 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 you. The man said, me, I'll go and conduct the test. I'll go and conduct the test and check. So the man went and conducted the test. When he went, he was HIV free, negative. So he also sat in his car. Speed! This woman. <laughs> as soon as he got to me, he said, thank you very much. I am free. The thing comes from you. The woman said, me? I also go and do my test. The woman went and did the test. She too was free. So where did the children get the HIV AIDS? Very sad. There is a maid servant in the house who was HIV positive. And this is a house of mother, father, very busy every morning going to work. Father is very busy putting on his ties. Mother is also very busy, you know, getting herself ready because they must all go to work. So they have a hand, a, a helpmate who will normally bath the children and get the children ready for breakfast and then they will take the children to school. When they are in the bathroom and they are brushing their teeth, then the maid servant will tell the children, you are not doing it properly. You are not doing it properly. This is the way we do it. Then she will collect the toothbrush of the children and then we will say, and then she was showing them how to brush their teeth. And then she will be brushing their teeth. Hey, hey, say this the way. And they get it and do it. And then the blood from the gum went into the brush and then the children will be brushing in the bathroom. And the children got AIDS. It's, it's serious, so. So should should they not go for maid servant? They need a maid to help them now, because these are two working people. And they these days, you must walk by the spirit. Whoever you marry, whoever becomes your friend, whoever comes into your house, you must be descending and walk by the spirit. It's so sad. So leprosy has the same connotation like HIV AIDS of today. Now, the disease, leprosy was caused by a certain bacterium called Mycobacterium lepri. Mycobacterium lepri. Very long word. And as long as it is, it is as wicked as its length. It is responsible for two forms of leprosy. The first form of leprosy is tuberculoid leprosy and the second one is lepromatous leprosy. Now, in each of these leprosies, the, in the first one, the bacterium will attack the nerves of the human being and then will eat the two ends of the nerves rendering the nerves very hard like a rope. You, when you, you touch your skin, you can feel like your veins having swollen to become like a rope on which you dry your, 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 your laundry. And then the skin will become very, very, very hard. In the second leprosy, the bacterium will attack the pigments of the skin leaving whitish spots, rendering the hair very, very whitish, and all your body becomes disfigured and white. Now, as leprosy moves on and grows into dimensions and degrees, it renders your features very amorphous. For example, your nose can turn this way. And so your nose is straight, but it can, you know, so if you are such that your nose is not beautiful already and you have leprosy, you are in trouble. Because leprosy can move your mouth. So if your mouth is already long, like this, for those of you who sleep with your mouth open like that, and then mosquitoes and flies out into the ah. When you have leprosy, your mouth can become like uh, the upper lips will move inside. Uh, it's very difficult to drink cocoa when you have leprosy. As for domedo, forget about it. You can't even open your mouth to eat domedo. Oh, leprosy. Yeah, it's dread. Dread. And the serious form of leprosy can also render you paralyzed. You could paralyze. And so, in the Bible times, 
medicine had not been discovered for leprosy, number one. Number two, it was also believed that leprosy was incurable at the time. So, once you were identified leprous, the following will happen to you. Number one, you became an, an outcast. You will live only on the outskirts of town. You will never, 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 never come into town. Somebody is listening to me and he is an outcast. Who is an outcast in this sense? You've been cast out by your parents. You've been cast out by your husband. Your husband has thrown you out. And he has no respect for you anymore. You have become unwanted in your family. Today, I speak to you that the power of God is about to bring you home. The, the spirit of the Lord is about to fall upon you. The glory of the Lord is about to overshadow you. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Somebody say, yes, I believe. Yes. Oh, why am I teaching you this? It's simple. Jesus Christ, if you see the ministry of Jesus, his attitude to people who suffer from leprosy is amazing. Now, there was this leper in Matthew chapter 8 that Jesus Christ met. And because he was an outcast, he was not supposed to come to town. He was like hiding and you have to hide. And it, it's so pathetic. And in his hideout, he saw Jesus and he said, Jesus. And then you hide. Because if people saw him trying to come to town, there'll be trouble for him. Because there was a mosaic law that bars lepers from coming. Not to people, but even into town. My sermon today is lepers are in town. You, you couldn't just show yourself. So this man was hiding and said, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> His request is pathetic. He said, if you can, if you are willing, please make me whole. In, in Luke chapter 17, the 10 lepers who met Jesus, it's even more serious. These 10 lepers had grouped together and they were on the outskirts. And, and their voice could not even be heard. So together, they will put their voices together and they will all shout, one, Jesus, please have mercy and heal us. If God were interested in lepers, in Luke 17, he will not heal those 10 lepers. If God was not interested in healing lepers, in Matthew chapter 8, he will not heal that leper. If God was not interested in healing lepers, he will not, in 2 Kings chapter 7, send the four lepers to bring silver and gold to a hungry people in a famine time. If God was not interested in healing lepers, in 2 Kings chapter 5, he will not heal Naaman of his leprosy. If God was not interested in healing lepers, he will not bring them to town to come and take their place. Today, you have been made an outcast. I just want you to know that you are not going to come to God. God is going to come to you. Because this leper in Matthew chapter 8 could not come. And so, when he said, Jesus, if you are willing, please heal me. And the Bible says, and Jesus Christ came over and touched his leprosy. Jesus touched his leprosy. Jesus touched his leprosy. God is going to touch the area of your knee today by the power of the most high God. Rise up and say, I receive it. I receive it. Sit down quickly. Number two, if you were a leper in those days, you were despised. The Levitical Mosaic law would not permit lepers to become priests. Even after they had been healed. They were despised. Somebody listening to me has been despised. Somebody listening to me has been looked down upon. People refuse to recognize your importance and who you are. Because what they want to see you have, you don't have it. But I came to announce to you, you don't have it only for today. Only for today. For tomorrow, about this time, Jehovah will change your situation. 
Because God is bringing lepers and we are coming to take our rightful place. Anybody here that has been despised, get ready. God is going to give you a name and a place that you deserve. Ah, ah, somebody can take this prophecy. Somebody can take this prophecy. Somebody say, I take it, I take it, I take it, I take it. Ay, 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 ay. Number three. Lepers were considered dead people at the time. This disease was said to be incurable. So if you were leprous, you were left on the outskirts to die. Today you'll be hearing a testimony. How a doctor professor said to this young boy two years ago. Who had a liver ruptured and said you would die. And I know that most of you know the testimony, but you haven't seen the boy since then. And I'm sure that some of you think that he has been buried. Today, I'm going to show him up to you, taller than he was before, stronger than he was before. And he will sing a song to you that will touch your heart. Hey, if the doctors declare you dead, the Lord will bring you life. Ah, you didn't hear what I said. If they said there is a terminal disease in your family that kills people like cancer and like diabetes. Ah, the power of God will touch you by the voice of Jehovah. You will be healed and you will be alive. Your situation of death will be turned into life. Somebody say, I receive life. I shall not die. Oh, come on, are you telling somebody? Lift up your voice, shout it, and tell your brother, I shall not die. I shall not die. But I will live and I will declare the works of the Lord. Let the devil hear you one more time. I shall not die. I shall not die. But leave the works of the Lord. Of the Lord, Amen. I'm not afraid oh, of the problem. Who shall I fear? Who shall I fear? If Jehovah loves me and is on my side, what shall we say to my leprosy? What shall we say to this? What are we say to the intimidation that is around you? Oh, what shall we say? Lift up your voice and say, I am not afraid. I'm not afraid anymore. Oh, come on, Saina. I'm not afraid anymore. Number four. If you were a leper, you were said to be worthless, useless, and unclean. Lepers were said to be hopeless, worthless, unclean persons. Somebody has been described unclean in this place. Somebody has been described worthless. Somebody has been described useless. But I want you to know that God is about to turn your mourning into laughter. God is about to turn your sorrow into joy. Hmm. I believe what I am saying. I believe it. I believe it. I have seen it before and I know what I am talking about. Dead people are alive. Number five. Lepers were considered accursed people. If you were a leper, they said you had been cursed. And they even believed that God had cursed you. And they believed that God had punished you. Sometimes people see your situation and conclude that God has forsaken you. They see your situation and they conclude that you don't have a God. They see your situation and they conclude that you are wasting your time going to church. They see your situation and they conclude that there is no God. But I announce to your enemies that God is about to surprise them very soon. And the very God that they have despised in you, they will run to you and say, take me to your God. Go and introduce me to your God. I want to serve your God. Why? Because they are going to see some notable miracles and signs that are going to take place in your life. And they will say, show me your God. I want to serve your God. Am I talking to somebody? Rise up and say, I receive it. 
Can you tap somebody on the shoulder and say, this is your prophecy. Take it. This is your prophecy. Come on, tap somebody on the shoulder and say, this is your prophecy. This is your prophecy. Say, brother, take heart. Lepers are in town. Someone, come on, go ahead and give the Lord a mighty praise. Why will God heal the leper? Why will God change the situation of the leper? Why will Jesus come to the leper? Why will Jesus bring them into town? Catch this revelation. The weakness in you becomes a stepping stone for Jesus to magnify himself in your life. Take this one from me. Usually when people see you, they only want to look at the good side of you. In fact, they have more weaknesses to announce about you than the good in you. They have more bad things to say about you than the good things in you. People, human beings by nature, are always focusing on the weaknesses of man, the evil of man. The... You'll be amazed. You, as I stand here now, people that have done good to them, the small offense, they stand upon it and they castigate me and they tear me apart. But I thank God that he always defends righteousness. The more you kill me, the more I become stronger. Hallelujah. Because God says, I am not like man that I should lie. Nor am I the son of man that I should repent. And he said to someone, he said, somewhere stop. For man does not, God does not see the way man sees. For whereas man is looking on the outward, God is looking on the inside. In other words, let's paraphrase it. Whereas man is looking at the negatives of man, God looks at the positive of man. And when you have a weakness in your life, all God wants you to do is to come and submit your weakness. Once you submit your weakness, he will turn your weakness, he will make it a stronghold and what is a laughing point in your life will become a testimony point in your life. Are you understanding what I am saying? Concerning Naaman, 2 Kings 5, he says, and there was a mighty man of valor who was a captain of the army of the Assyrians he won many battles and he fought many battles but he was a leper. So all the good things about him but he was a leper. All his position but he was a leper. All his importance but he was a leper. And it is this leprosy that brought him into contact with the prophet of God. It was this prophecy that made him experience the message of God. It was this prophecy that has now become the point of seven for Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 4 and verses 27. Your weakness is going to become the point of a sermon. Your weakness is going to become the point of a testimony. What people look down upon in your life, God will take it. For he says in Psalm 8 verse 2, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings has he ordained strength. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. In other words, infants has he ordained strength. Who are infants? Who are babes? People who cannot do anything by themselves. Babies will always rely on their mothers. Babies when they want to eat. Babies when they want to drink. Babies when they want to change their diapers. Babies when they want to change their napkins. Babies when they are sick, they cannot even talk. Somebody will have to discern for them. And somebody will have to find out what she needs or what he needs. A babe will always rely on people because she is weak and because he is weak. And God said, out of those that are weak and infant and nobody, he will ordain strength. The word strength means he will release power. He will release anointing. He will release glory. Oh, you are a baby in business. You are a baby in finance. You are a baby in ministry. You are a baby in worship. You are a baby in prayer. You are a baby in every sphere. But out of you, (laughs) God is going to ordain strength. And God is going to use you as a living testimony to the glory of his name. Is somebody hearing the prophet? Is somebody receiving the prophecy? Is somebody being blessed here today? Give the Lord a resounding shout and a praise offering. 
affecting somebody's life today. Lepers are in town. Lepers have come to town. Outcasts, rejected people, despised people, forsaken people, people who are considered useless and worthless. We have arrived. We have arrived. Because God, it is not of him that willeth, of him that runneth, but the mercy of God. God will show us his mercy and God will show us his counsel. Give somebody a high five and say, this is your word. Give another person a high five and say, this is your word. And give the Lord a resounding praise. How much Many nado. Hey, come on. Come on, commit yourself into God's hands. And I did what? As long as I live, I will depend upon you. Lord, hold me and keep me. Lord, you know the desires of my heart. You know what I want. Show me your strength. Show me your power and anointing. Nobody sees you today. Hear me tomorrow. Your elevation is coming. You, you want to hear the voice of God? You want to receive the word of God? The Lord will arise and defend you. Hey, Jesus. Show me that glory. Show me that glory. Show me that glory. Show me that mercy. Show me your mercy, oh Lord. Hallelujah. Ten years ago, I was a leper struggling in Holland. And on the 19th of June, like Jesus Christ touched the leper. I, I just felt somebody touch my leprosy. And said, son, you are frustrated. No direction is for your life. You are a confused man. But I have placed something in you. If you are, you are, whereas I'm giving you a revelation from the, in, in the West, you are looking to the East because you are listening to what men say. And you are looking at the farming situation. Son, go to Ghana where the farming is. Go to Ghana where the poverty is. Holland may be richer than Ghana. But before the farming came, I had already made a provision. Go! 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 I woke up and there was nobody there and I knew that somebody had come into the room to touch my life. I prayed in the midst of tears. I was crying. I was crying. I was crying. I had left my wife and my two children. I didn't even know how they had grown. In the morning when I saw people driving their children to school, I said, I, sh I should be doing this for my children. But when God decides to touch your leprosy and God decides to bring you in town, your file, your file will be under. God will cause the managing director to pull your file and put it on top. Are you understanding what I am saying? Somebody say, I hear the Lord. But 
when I arrived in town, when the leper arrived in town, because God spoke to me and said, go, I've placed something in you. I've placed an anointing that is going to bring people into my presence. I will bless them and I will honor the words of your mouth. People are going to come from the north, south, east, south Africa, everywhere. And they are going to sit at your feet and they will hear of you. Lepers have come to town. Lepers have come to town. When you are behind the queue, God will bring you forward. Because your time of elevation and promotion has come. Rise up and say, I receive it. Those who despised you and made you outcast and rejected you, they are coming to eat with you. They will dine with you. Tell somebody this is your prophecy, sister. Come on, tell somebody this is your prophecy. Lepers, they are in town. Now, let me, let me quickly share with you Matthew chapter 8, which is one of my favorite scriptures. And then we'll enter into some miracle time. Are, are you ready for it? Yeah. Oh, are you ready? Yeah. Somebody say, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Somebody say, Yehovah. Hey. Come on, say it again, Yehovah. Hey. Matthew chapter 8, verse 1. When he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him, and behold, a leper came and worshipped him. The King James says, and begged him. But the word beg and worship has a powerful Greek translation, which you are about to hear very soon. And he worshipped him saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. He came and worshipped him. The Greek translation, he came and submitted himself to Christ. He came and submitted. Now he submitted himself in five areas. Number one, he came and submitted himself to the lordship of Christ. He submitted himself to the lordship of Christ. Two, he submitted himself to the authority of Christ. The authority and power of Christ. He, he knew that he needed change. And in those days, as I said, leprosy was healed only by miracles. And so if there is this man who has the power to heal me, then I must go and submit. Number three, he went and submitted his will. He had a man pray. He said, Lord, if you are willing, even though I need a healing, Father, let it be done according to your will. He came and submitted his will to the will of God. Number four, he came and worshipped him. He came and submitted his problem his problem to Jesus. He didn't go sharing his problem with men because the same men who had forsaken him were not willing to help him. In fact, he was not even expected to come to town by law. So which man was going to help him? Which relative was going to help him? So he knew that this is the man that I can share my problems with. So he came and submitted his problem. Number five, he came and worshipped him. Means that he came and asked and put his desire before God. What was his desire? His desire was to be cleansed. His desire was to be healed. But he says, Lord, if you can, do it. But if you think that I must stay here in my leprosy, praise you. I will, be able, I will do it, Lord. And hear Jesus. Oh, my son, I am willing. I am willing. It is my will that you be cleansed. It is my desire that you be cleansed. And then Jesus went a step further to do the forbidding, touching the man's leprosy. Gee, he says, How long? I haven't seen a man like Jesus in my life. I've never met a man who can change you. When many of us, when Jesus is coming to us, we are running away. And yet he keeps coming. And Jesus touched him. Submission is the answer. God bless you.
your spiritual leprosy, your financial leprosy, the leprosy in your marriage, the leprosy in your business, the leprosy in your relationship, the leprosy of your character, the leprosy of your vision, the leprosy of your dream. Where are you taking it to? No man can help you, I promise you. Come and submit. Submit to Jesus. Submit. Before that problem came to your life, Nana, he already had made a provision. Stop talking to people. They will help you. When you go and talk to them, they will gossip about it. Stop talking to men and start talking to God. Ask him, God, before the famine, there was a provision. Show me my provision now. Where is the solution? And God will do it. Because he's a solution worker. If God could not help you, he would have killed you the first day you appeared from your mother's womb. But if the Lord sustained you when you were a babe and a suckling, how much more will he sustain you now that you know how to use your brains and now how do you know how to use your hands? Lepers are in town. The rejects are in town. The nobodies have come to town. The look down upon us, we have come to town. God does not see the way man sees. God sees differently. Oh, thank you, Father. Verse 3, Matthew chapter 8, verse 3. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing to be cleansed. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Verse 4. And Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go your way, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Go and give your gift. Another word, your offering. Another word, your sacrifice. Another word, go and pay your tithe. Who? The leper. Oh, I thought the lepers were poor. Yes! When God is looking for an offering, he looks for offerings from the weak and the poor and the babes and the nobodies, the rejects. So that when he takes your offering, he will know the level of your faith and then he knows whom he's dealing with. It is when you don't have the money that God expects his, his gift from you. Some of you want to have it. I don't have it, so I won't participate. Ah, oh my God. You, you are not ready to come to town. You want to remain on the outskirts. Under the Mosaic law, if a leper was healed, he would come and show himself to the priest as Jesus commanded. And then these are his sacrifices or offering or tithes or whatever. Two goats, two beds, his soap, and then some other materials. They will kill one goat and they will pour the blood in the basin and they will put the hyssop and then they will sprinkle it upon him and say, you are cleansed. The blood of Jesus Christ has cleansed you. The blood of this goat has cleansed you. From today, you are no longer a reject. You will now come to town. And then the meat of the goat will be burnt as a sacrifice offering to God. And you see the smoke going up. And then the leper will say, oh, father, I thank you. I cannot go near my wife and my children. And then the other goat, he will take it home after the priest has blessed it and is going to hold party with his friends. Sacrifice from the leper who was living on the outskirts who hadn't worked. But God says, bring me your gift. In Luke chapter 17, 10 lepers came to Jesus. And then one returned. And then Jesus asked, where are the other nine? Now listen to the serious dimension of that episode. And you know what God expects of you. When the other one returned, this was what Jesus said to him. Where are the other nine? He said, I haven't seen them. He said, now go your way. Your faith has made you well. Go. Your faith has made you well. Oh, but I thought that before he came, he was made well already. Now listen, there are two types of miracles or two levels and dimensions. The first dimension is what we call the encounter dimension. Then the second dimension is the gift and the offering. And then the third one, as a result of your gift and offering, now a total and complete healing will be pronounced. A total 
and complete healing will be pronounced after your sacrifice. And it was by law. That was why Jesus Christ asked, where are the other nine? You know what Jesus Christ was expecting? He was expecting the Mosaic law order of the giving of the gift. And I believe that this one man who came, came to give Jesus Christ his gift. So what happened to the other nine? Because they did not come to receive the final and complete level of miracle and healing, which is, go now. Your faith has made you well. Where was the faith demonstrated? Through the gift. Through the offering. You are now made whole. Go. The other nine did not receive. So I believe that the other nine, their leprosy came back. I believe strongly. I believe. Your faith has made you whole. Where was the faith? In the offering. In a tithe. In a sacrifice. Believe me, in today's Ghana, if you don't have faith in God, you cannot pay tithe. Hey! You, you, you can so, uh, somebody, so we ask somebody, why don't you pay tithe? He said, when I get the money, it's so small that I have so many bills. He said, hey, that is why you pay tithe and prove God that God will open the windows of heaven and pour his blessings upon you. Somebody say, I catch this revelation. Oh, lepers are in town. And when lepers are coming to town, remember, like the four lepers of second kings, they came with silver and with gold. You don't come to before God without your silver and without your gold. And then the four lepers came with beautiful garments. Charlie, when you come to church, sport. Put on some garments. And let the people know that lepers, we are in town. Ah, am I talking to somebody here today? Somebody shout, yes! Say, I receive it! Oh, come on, give the Lord a rejoicing. Give him a rejoicing. Let me close you on this note. As for Jesus Christ... (laughs) When I meet him in heaven, I'm asking him a lot of questions. See what he told the man. He said, make sure that you go and tell no one. Don't go and tell anybody that you are healed. Would this man have to tell people? Was he not living in a community? Didn't he have a family? Didn't they see that he was leprous? So if he has returned home and he had been cleansed, does he have to tell people that have been cleansed? Hear me. There are some miracles which speak for themselves. Ah, you didn't hear what I said. (laughs) There are some miracles that you cannot hide. Even if your enemies don't want to see, they cannot help it. They will see it. They will recognize it. They They will affirm it and they will confirm it. That is the kind of miracle I release upon your life. That is the miracle I prophesy upon your life. That is the miracle I release for you to catch today. This week, let a miracle that we call notable miracles. That even if the die-hard enemy, the die-hard unbeliever in our God, even if he doesn't want to see, get chombia miracle like get chombia ebanu, get chombia ebana, get chombia. Oh my God! I release that anointing. I release that miracle. Oh, come on, shout. The Lord is on my side. I am talking about a miracle like pregnancy for a barren woman. As long as you are barren, (laughs) your enemies are rejoicing. Those who wanted to marry the man, and the man sidelined all of them and chose you because the hand of the Lord is upon you, including your in laws who wanted you not to marry the man. They are happy so much that five years, six years down the line you have never been pregnant. They have started talking to your husband already that he must start looking elsewhere. But I tell you when you are pregnant by all means, there comes the stage where you wear the maternity dress. That one pregnancy cannot hide anymore. I release that miracle for you. I release that miracle for you. Oh, somebody say, I hear the Lord. Jesus telling you, when you, you get your BMW car, you should not tell anybody. Ask Jesus a question. Jesus, where do you expect me to drive my car? Do I have a, do I have a road in my bedroom? By all means, I will drive on the ring road. The same road on which the president drives. As a matter of fact, this is what God is going to do. One day when you're on the road, you hear the sorry People, people, the president is coming. So you have to park. As soon as his last car moves, you'll be the next to follow. There, there are 
are some miracles you cannot hide. When God performs them, the eyes of all will behold and they will say that of a truth, we serve a living God. I release that testimony for you. I release that miracle for you. In the name of Jesus. Are you ready to hear the testimonies? Give the Lord a mighty shout. Kweku, where are you? Can I have Kweku? Bring this one to me. When God performs a miracle, the miracle is long lasting. For 13 years, my sister here was married and would not have a child. It was a miracle time. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the prophet. She used to have a very long hair. Then I knew that the devil had entered into this hair, preventing pregnancy. At the time that she came face to face with the prophet of God, your husband was planning, your husband was being forced by the parents to go and do what? To go and look for another woman and then have a child with the woman. Then I said to her, woman, go cut all your hair. Listen to me, this was a Friday. The following Sunday when I saw her in church, I was very sad that I gave her that instruction. All her beauty was gone. But listen, it was when the hair went that the husband began to love her. After you cut off your hair, how many weeks later did you get pregnant after you cut your hair? About four weeks. Four weeks, exactly, one month. She was pregnant. And this is the boy who is standing here right now. How old is he? Four years. Four-year-old four miracle. Now, when he was one year, the boy started becoming very sick. Because you heard the word from the fetish priest. What happened? <laughs> Deliverance <laughs> Give the Lord a mighty price. For our friends who don't understand uh, the Accra language, after I took her through deliverance, somebody came and called her to go to somewhere for, uh, she thought she was going for herbal medicine. When they got there, she discovered they had gone into the house of an occult person, a fetish priestess. So straight away, she began to protest and she said, she's gone through deliverance, she believed the word of God and that she did not believe what the fetish priest or priestess was saying. So she wasn't going to go there again and she never did. Then when the child was born, the fetish priest started sending for her that she must come for a sacrifice of thanksgiving. And the husband started pushing her that they must go and just give to the fetish priest what he wanted or she wanted. She came and told me. And when you came and told me, what did I say? When she came and told me, I said to her, she should not bother to go. I prayed for the child and anointed the child. And this was three years ago. The boy is still alive. He is four years. He will be ten years. He will be sixteen. And he will be twenty-one. And he will go thirty. And forty and fifty. This is the child that will bring you money. Somebody say, I receive it. Say it again, I receive it. God is in this house. I place the hand of the Lord upon this child. Every year, Amen. Give the Lord a mighty praise, somebody. Please, welcome this miracle boy. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, welcome this miracle boy. I know you will not recognize him. Two years ago, 
he was like this. He got swollen up and the doctor said, nothing can be done anymore. He had had ruptured and destroyed liver. In December, when they were discharging him to go home, and that was the end of his life, Royal House Chapel had gone to the children's department, Kolebo Teaching Hospital, to hold a party led by the first lady of the house. She prayed for this boy. Then following that, she invited them to come to Royal House and asked them to stay. Then she started going to foundation school. Then it was baptism, Saturday morning. She was sitting outside. The all night was power packed, full of fire. The anointing was there. Healing's taking place. Then the anointing hit them there. The following morning, she went to the baptismal ground with the boy, thinking that the boy will also be baptized. Then they said, oh no, in this church we don't baptize children. Then when she was going into the water, she said to Sekweku, Around this time, the boy was something. Then she went into the water. When she came out of the water, the boy said, Ma, I'll go to, excuse me, toilet. When he went and passed out the feces, the mother discovered and counted eight spiders dead in the stool. From that day to today, how God healed the liver and restored him and is now tall and handsome, it is a miracle. Give the glory to Jesus. Here is Kweku. I am told when Kweku went to hospital to show himself to the doctor, such a miracle cannot hide. Tell me, you said when you got to the hospital, uh, uh, what, what did the doctor and the nurses, what did they say? Uh, <laughs> uh, often, uh, I'm a, need to be a doctor. Benny, I'm going to try me. I'm going to try me. Oh, the nurse said, hey, Kweku, oh my God. Is that you? I hear the nurses came touching him. They thought they had seen a ghost. It's God. When the Lord does something, the Lord will sustain it. If the Lord doesn't do it, Satan can come and take it away. But in this miracle that I am praying and prophesying and releasing upon you, you hold it, you keep it. Your marriage, your children, your finance, your business, nobody can take it away from you. Lepers have come to town and we have come to stay and we have come to rule. Come on, go ahead and give the Lord a mighty praise. Hallelujah. Can you help him sing this song for me? My song is a title. Lean on me. Lean on me. He's only 11 years and he's in class 6. 11 years, class 6. I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on for it will be long. I'm gonna be somebody to me. Lean on me when you are not strong. I'll be your friend. Sing it now. It won't be long. 
that will not be lost. Oh, God, hey. Somebody to lead. You just call on me, brother, when you need help. And say you don't have to worry. Go to seven people and prophesy to them. Hallelujah. Stand on your feet. Come on. The hand of the Lord is upon you. Joy the spirit of the Lord. Trouble may not last long away. For there is a friend in Jesus. Prophesy. Prophesy. Say your miracle is coming. Get somebody your miracle, your miracle. The Lord will do you good. Amen. Holy words, long preserved for our walk in this world. It is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copies of this and any other life-changing CDs, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.